Sean Astin, Josh Brolin, and a bunch of kids are looking for a pirate's treasure. And I think bad guys are chasing them. We watched The Goonies, and we will let you know how good was it. Hello, and welcome to How Good Was It? I am joined by two of the best guys on the earth. Hello, Scott. Hey, hey, what's happening, Jim? And what is up, Joe AP? Hello, June. So just to give a little reminder, the premise of our show is we revisit movies of our past. Could be 70s, could be 80s, could be 60s, could be 50s. Who knows? But they are definitely movies from our formative years and even from before. And the whole idea is to revisit, rewatch, and find out. Do these movies still hold up? We have a good episode, I think, or the possibility of having a good episode. Yeah. We will be revisiting a movie that I haven't seen literally since I was a child, since the 80s. But this particular movie, I remember it being fun. No? Yeah. I. What year do you think this movie was? I, I would say this is mid-80s, 84, 85, 86, somewhere around there. I, maybe uh, not 86. I'd say 84, 85. Goonies, right? Yeah, Goonies. Well, uh, well, thank you for spoiling it. I was going to yeah. do a big reveal. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, by the way, we're doing Goonies this week. <laughs> Wait a Steven Spielberg presents The Goonies, a Richard Donner film. Yes, it is Goonies. As you were saying, Joe? I think it was 83. Mm. 83? You're going I 83? So. Yeah, I think I'm going like 86 or something. Yeah, like I that. think I would say 84, 85. I'll go okay. 85. Okay. But, right, but yeah, well, we can always look that up someday. Um, <laughs> so yeah, th this was back in the day when there would always be like the summer blockbusters, right? Like when, uh, you, you know, as a kid, you would look forward to Because back then, you know, this is pre-YouTube. You know, you would go to the movie theater, see the trailers and see what was coming out. And I remember being excited to see this movie because they were kids relatively my age. Maybe I was a little bit older than than the younger kids in this movie, but not not by much. Do you mm. guys have like any uh, like <laughs> do you remember when this was coming out? Do you remember being excited for this movie? I remember like a lot of other movies at the time had a big presence on cable. Mm -hmm. And that's where I first saw it. I didn't oh, saw see it on this cable. In the you don't theater. remember it in the theater. I'm, I'm no. pretty sure I saw this in the theater. No, as a little kid in the in the ghetto, I had no interest in seeing a bunch of white kids <laughs> fuck up on this. Hey, they had one Asian kid. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> I stand corrected. Which was he, that uh... you, Joe? Were you the Asian kid? Yeah, Joe. Joe was the Asian kid in this movie. Yes. Yeah, that was me. He's my hero. Actually, <laughs> he's, he's he makes me want to create some kind of gadgets. Yeah. There you go. Joe got uh -huh. off the plane from Thailand and he went straight to Hollywood. And there. <laughs> yeah, it, um, that's actually what happened to the, to him to that uh, to the character. Now, who was the Asian kid in the Goonies? That's it's a kid he, from uh, the guy from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. The, yes, uh, shit, it is. Yeah, mm -hmm. Kwan. Yeah, that's uh, short round. But he short was round. short round first. Yeah, so this from was Indiana after Jones. he had already did um, Temple of Doom. Oh wow! Oh, this is after Temple of Doom. This is definitely after Temple of Doom. Yeah, I thought it was before. I think it. He was a little bit older in this movie, I, if I remember right. He's a little bit older, a couple years older. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who else was in this small. movie? 
from the cast from the from uh the sean Punch astin was the lead right sean astin was the was the head goonie uh the, the, and the the brother or some the, the younger brother? brother was sean younger astin brother. who yeah, ended yeah. up doing lord of the rings and yeah. doing all that um the older brother was josh brolin who's still a very popular actor really? uh let's see who mm-hmm. else was in this the guy that played chunk is actually an agent now i know that uh, yeah i just saw uh, his... Kwan, uh, thanked him he's his agent actually oh, his lawyer uh, not his agent his lawyer oh he's wow. an entertainment lawyer Okay, well, um, kept it in the family. The actors, I remember. Wasn't Martha Plimpton in this also? And then the redhead actress was in this, who I had a huge crush on, but redhead I don't remember her name. Too. What else uh, was she in? Uh, she was in that Lucas movie. Remember that movie Lucas with Corey? Oh Hain? yes, the yes. redhead in oh, that was, was so also cute. that. Oh, I had such a crush on her. She was. Cute, I, I don't remember. remember her name, but um, yeah, I think that maybe I'm sure we're probably leaving somebody else out. But it was a uh, the mom. Yeah. The, the, the the villain's mom oh yeah the one the the mother from throw mama from the train is yes. the same villain's mom in there and of course uh matuzak the football player played um what was uh what's a uh, sloth sloth the what? the big yeah what's you you did his hey you guys earlier joe oh that was him yeah, sloth, <laughs> right that's his name in the movie i sloth. can't remember his name i don't mind remembering all this i i swear i don't remember any of this movie but i really remember a lot of this stuff uh, apparently you lied you remember <laughs> I guess uh, you remember this whole freaking thing. I, I I don't I remember very little about this movie. I mean, speaking of, well, shit. Let's get into the plot then. What do we think? Well, the no, plot hold on. Was? So wait a minute. We're back to the summer movies questions. You, you guys don't remember like looking forward to like summer movies as a kid, like uh, you know, because that's the only time. I, I mean, I guess I probably saw some movies during the during the season, but summer movies I think were aimed for kids. So, you know, back. Starting the seventies with Jaws, that was the blockbuster time of year, right? Jaws mm-hmm. so created the modern day blockbuster. Yeah, that, that know, created the not... idea of the summer blockbuster. Jaws, yep. yeah. and now it's now it's tradition. Now, every year, the biggest movies come, the biggest, you know, over the top action movies, you know, big blockbusters come out during mm-hmm. the summer. Maybe the Oscar movies come out near the end of the year, but you know. So, was there certain movies you were looking for? I... No, I mean the whole idea of the well, well, think about it. You're a kid and you're getting mm-hmm. off of school for the summer too. Yeah. So that was the whole thing behind it for me. It was like, like now I'm going to have all this free time to mm-hmm. watch movies, not only in the theater, but on cable, on VHS, you know, so movies mm-hmm. was a big thing during the summer. I mean, and I'm sure as you guys could understand living down, down in Florida, you could only do so much in the heat. So oh, yeah. They the used to have the matinees during the summer where it was so cheap. It was like dollar oh, movies or something. Yes. You could go like at, you know, between 10 a.m. and like noon, it would be like a dollar. Yep. It was great. My grandmother would just go drop us off there. It's like, watch whatever. Yeah. And that was the days when you could do that. A parent mm-hmm. could drop off their kids and leave them to their own devices. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you'd be sneaking in from one theater to the other. You'll be watching. By the time you get home, you'd be so wired from like, your eyes are glazed over. Mm-hmm. You're on like a super sugar rush. And, you know, you're just on this movie high. You know, you're watching three or four movies at, in one sitting. Um, it so, was great. So with the condiments still expensive back then? In no, the 80s? Uh, no. I don't think so. Like popcorn and soda, all that was cheap. I, I don't think it was. I don't think it was expensive. How did they make monies? And it, that was so cheap. Because, yeah, I mean, well, think Everyone about went it. to movies then, though. That, yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not like nowadays. Movie theaters were packed all the time. Yeah, there was little competition for the theater. I mean, right. uh, table was the closest thing to competition. Um, other than that, by the time a movie reached network TV, I mean, it would be like three, four years. Oh, yeah, it took a fact. while. It was like, yeah, two years at least, you know. Yeah. And 
it was uh yeah if you missed it in the theater and they and they would run movies forever star wars and like empire story those movies ran forever oh they yeah ran, they would run for a year in the box office they would just it would just sit there like movies had time to to really you know maybe even gain gain the following like some movies that didn't open well would still run for a month and all of a sudden they maybe start building i remember i think a movie like splash you know some movies from the 80s that didn't open great, but then got word of mouth and they 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 grew and grew. Nowadays, if you don't open have an opening weekend, that's it. You're you're gone after a week, maybe maybe two weeks. You know, movies yeah. just don't stick around now. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I remember when uh, movies were allowed to build an audience. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, case in point, that's a perfect example. I remember when Splash came out and it did relatively well at first, but through word of mouth, through through you know, it kind of grew in numbers and it became a hit. I think for um, comedies, that's really important. I think, you know, people yeah. laugh at it. They tell people, you know, the other movies, Star Wars and all that, you, you see the commercial, the, the trailers sell it. But a comedy, I think word of mouth is what really sells it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like we, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Scott. So what, I mean, what no, movie no. would you say that stay in the theater the longest that you remember? Oh. Star Wars? Star, Star Wars, Wars is definitely I, I think up I saw there. it a year after it came out. It was still in the theater. I We did not yeah. see it right away. It, it definitely took a while before we we saw it in the theater i don't think it stayed as long here because there was more of a turnover rate here mm-hmm. in new york city it was a faster turnover rate with movies but i remember it being re-released oh yeah they re-released times. all that right before empire yeah. straight back so i remember uh yeah. empire strikes back got re-released before return of the jedi uh yeah, it was just it was commonplace. I remember Raiders of the Ar- Lost Ark played for a long time too. I, yes. I saw it twice. I remember seeing it right when it came out, and then a few months later going back to the theater and seeing it again. Yeah, yeah, that had a big presence in the theaters. There were there were quite a few movies like that. I mean, uh, the summer blockbuster was a thing back then. Yeah, you know, it was a real thing. Now it's like there's so much competition. From yeah, streaming. a blockbuster now does like 140 million in the first week, and then you know. Then you know internationally is it's gaining a lot of money. You know they even like a thing like Avatar, mm-hmm. Avatar Two: Way of Water that had a huge opening and I think maybe is now considered the highest grossing film of all time. Most of that's coming from international. You know it probably yeah I, I bet you only a couple hundred million here. You know the the rest of it is all international. It's just uh yeah they just don't stick in theaters. You know it's a big rush to get them on streaming services uh, a few months later definitely a different ball game now you know that the whole dynamic of how movies are made how long they stay in theaters where mm-hmm. they go after that it's a, it's a whole different ball game you know it's changed so much but you know when we were kids it was a lot simpler <laughs> back in my my day yeah yes. i know we're, we're, we're old old men that haven't uh haven't caught up with the times no and probably never will yeah um <laughs> so, so, Goonies. Said, yeah. so yeah going back to goonies so what do we remember about the goonies besides uh we went over a little I remember bit the, of the cast, cast really well um i just remember they were looking for a treasure right i think they were getting a i think the whole town is basically got sold or is it being is for sale so, some kind of developments going in and all the kids don't want to move they want to be you know stay keep together they have their own like almost a little club where they're mm-hmm. all friends the goonies and uh, they find a treasure map or they there's there's always been a lead a rumor that it was a gold sh- pirate ship somewhere close by sunk or in a cave or something. And then they find a treasure map and they go off to try to find the, the treasure. Am I right, Joe? That's the whole story, Scott. You you got it. You got the right on on 
uh, from the beginning to Stop the be end. lying his ass. I don't remember anything. <laughs> and he no, I, this is unfortunately, yeah. this, I, I remember this kind of stuff. It just starts flowing into my, my brain. But yeah, um, you, you, I mean, the, 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 you're right. The, the plot was correct by all points, guys, because um, their, their home is about to be um, sold. They, they were losing their house and then there's no way of, you know, gaining, winning their home back other than the last chance is to find treasure that they can, you know, pay off. Because uh, I think it's, it's they they um unable to pay for their mortgage or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And then, um, but it's were... everybody too, right? It's the whole town, isn't it? Like the, all the other kids are in the state, or is it just uh, Sean Astor's family? I think it's just his area, his uh... pair, his house. But the, everybody was kind of like come together and say, let's go to this, do this adventure and find ourselves a treasure. And Sean Aston's brother is um, is Josh Brolin, right? He has an older brother. Yeah. Okay. But where I think this, so. what town did this take place in? The it's actually yeah. Seattle somewhere. Oh, is it oh, really? really? I I always thought it like oh. East Coast, like Maine. I I don't I don't. No, no. This has to be in the it's, Washington. It's West Coast. Oh, okay. Yeah, West Coast in Washington State. Were the pirates um, over there? I felt like the pirates were all the, on the East Coast and the Caribbean. Mm, I don't was know. Was there Pacific Pirates? I, I don't remember that. Uh, maybe, maybe. I'm right. Do you mean the baseball team, the Pirates? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are also on the East Coast. The Pittsburgh Pirates are, but mm. no, the the Pacific. I don't remember like big pirate stories, right? Maybe that's the reason this movie, this treasure hunt, was not discovered. Uh, no of... one would think to go look for it in, exactly. in the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's. Uh, I mean. Looking at remember the movies scene, it looks more like a West Coast than East Coast. Oh, so you're just using what you think it looks like. Okay. Yeah. So I guess we'll have to tell the audience. Joe believes he saw this movie about seven, eight years ago. I yeah, I I, I actually I didn't mean to. Um I mean I've seen this you movie. You got me too'd and then you were at home watching this. But yeah, go ahead, Joe. <laughs> no, I, I I know I saw this movie back in the the nineties or even the late eighties. Well, and then okay. mm-hmm. and then I stumbled into a Walmart seven years ago, maybe, <laughs> where they were selling uh, you know, I think it was $3.99 DVD. I think mm-hmm. that at that time DVDs almost out, you know, like people stopped buying DVD. That there was Blu-ray too, right? There was that was just people thought Blu-ray was gonna be big. Yeah, that was the last in- incarnation of the DVDs, right? It right. was it went from DVD to Blu-ray to right. nothing. So we got DVD. It was cheap, so I bought a bunch. Of, I I bought that. I remember I had um, I bought a few other movies too. Um, Top Gun was one of them. Of course, uh, it was over the top in there too, Joe. <laughs> no, I couldn't find it. That wasn't any. <laughs> you looked. Uh, and there was um, Bill Murray, uh, Caddyshack. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Classic. Classic. Um, another one that he did. Uh, they they went over to Europe to fight. Uh, I forget. Bill Murray. Stephen Private Ryan. No, no, no. That was funny. That they, they were, they went into German territory on their like a mobile home or something. Uh, uh, Bill Murray was in it. Oh, stripes. 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 Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I have those. If you want to borrow, <laughs> I, I can just I, I can just stream it. It's fine, Joe. Thank thank you. I, I don't I'm not I even sure even... if I have a DVD player. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I do, I but I I, I, I think uh, yeah. I don't guys... know if it works. I haven't used it in 20 years. You guys. So 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 my wife. Uh, she had she went for a checkup and she got her lungs checked out and they took x-rays oh and they gave her the results and the, the x-rays on a dvd 
<laughs> and we had no idea what to do with this thing. We were like, what the hell is this? she had to actually go on Amazon and buy a freaking DVD oh, player, a little disc player to to view this. How and I could was they like, do that? Can you imagine giving that to like a 15 year old right now? Like, here's a DVD. Go check out, check out your health results. They wouldn't know what the hell that is. What are you giving me? A Frisbee here? <laughs> um. Anyway, so the Goonies. So the Goonies. Yeah. Um, hey, you know, Joe, I think I have a similar experience with Goonies as in I I watched it in the 80s. I don't think I think I remember it being a classic, but I re I have uh, four nieces and nephews. And when my nephew was probably about eight years old, I bought him Goonies on DVD because I thought, mm. you know, oh, wow. You know, th this is a movie I loved as a kid. You know, this uh, he's going to love this. This would be great. A bunch of little kids. Mm -hmm. I, I my my uh, brother in law was very upset with me. <laughs> Thought the movie was inappropriate. I guess it was cursing in the movie. I think it was a little bit too scary for him at at eight years old. What? Uh, what? Yeah, I, I just remember him telling me that. Like uh, my nephew telling me, no, I think it's a it's a little inappropriate for me. I I can't really watch. Well, it. I, I don't I try remember that it. much cursing in it though. I just think we were raised that way though, right? I think we were raised by TV. Like I I know I was raised unfiltered by. You know, I, I watched uh, movies I should never have been watching starting oh, probably yeah. about, you know, six, seven years old. So maybe uh, maybe I, I was just projecting that on my nephew who was raised, <laughs> raised correctly. Yeah. Well, Here you go, boy. Toughen up. <laughs> yeah, I think Goonies watch was Goonies. one of the reasons why I got a huffy bite and then make friends with my, uh, you know, make friends and with my you neighbors. Used and to make gizmos and hide them in your jacket. And we would ride them around like we Goonies. How how yeah. did this movie do box office wise? Oh, I think it, it was a out? hit. I, I would really I, was it. Yeah. Oh, it was a big hit. Yeah. No, it was a big deal. I remember that. You know, this is of course MTV's heyday. I remember Cindy Lauper had a song on the yeah, soundtrack. Yeah, she did a theme song. And she did a video. I can't remember the the song, but I remember Girl, Lou just Albano was in it. Captain no, Lou Albano no. was in the video. It, um, it 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 had to do with the movie. She she wrote it for the movie. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And it was a. I forgot how it went, man. I think my my wife actually has the album that it's on. <laughs> yeah, she was. Uh, that that was her heyday. I remember, you know, her and Madonna were like neck and neck. Who was gonna be the bigger star? You know, they both came out about the same time. This they is true. both were just as popular. And it's like, man, who's gonna be the bigger stars? You're either a Cindy fan or you're a Madonna fan. And then probably after this movie, Cindy Lauper just fell off the face of the earth. I mean, she's still around. <laughs> she still does stuff, but. That was the end of her her mega fame. Uh, Madonna yeah. won that battle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's that, that girl? Cindy Lauper. That Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was her peak. Was the eighties for sure. I mean, she's had a long career. She's still doing her thing. She's she's out touring. She still has a very strong fan base. But and she yeah, doesn't look was... as insane as Madonna looks right now. Madonna <laughs> looks like a cat right now. <laughs> I, I I don't know what she's supposed to <sighs> be. I, I yeah, I'm not sure either. But anyway, yikes. Um, so the Goonies. The Goonies, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think we Goonies. know the plot. I mean, I, I do yeah. I think you know, I there's uh, some bad guys. So there's uh uh mother and her two I think two sons. I, I'm pretty sure Joey Pants is one of the Joey Pantalone is one of the sons. Wow. Um yeah, and, he was uh he was one of the sons, the yeah, smart the, one. Yeah, the smarter one, and they're they're also looking for the treasure, so they're like I think trying to get the kids or follow the kids. No, no, there wasn't. There wasn't looking for a treasure to begin with. Mm -hmm. Actually, one of her son, I think, was escaped 
from prison or something. Ah. They were trying to hide him in one of those house. And those kids was there first. And they discovered those kid was hiding in the house. And then the little fat boy gave it, give Chunk. like Chuck. Yeah, he Chunk, he, Chunk, not Chuck, Chunk. Chunk. Chunk probably like, I think Chunk kind of blurb out that they're looking for a treasure. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And then he gets scared. Yeah. And then they got they got him interested. They got they got the 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 those people interested in uh treasure hunt that's as well. Right. But that's when they Chunk found his friend at that little house, I think. So okay. this movie is this movie directed by Steven Spielberg. I don't know why in my mind. I think it's St- Spielberg or Richard Donner. I think one of the two. I think it's a big director that did this, right? I, I want to say that Spielberg had something to do maybe with it. I don't know that it. he directed it. Yeah, maybe I think... he produced it, but maybe it's Richard Donner. Yeah, these mm. these are all more questions we can pull up. You know, that that's a great thing about our our podcast is the first half we don't know shit going in. Yes. We're 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 gonna guess and see what what uh what we remember. Yes, and probably ninety percent of the stuff we just said is not <laughs> <BS>. applicable, <laughs> or better said, wrong. It's a good concept. I mean, it allows you to kind of like imagining the movie in your own mind yeah. before you actually see it. You know, so Did you just the, say that? yeah, well, you know, <laughs> the, the the bad guys they have a, a sloth, this big guy, this big deformed uh, beast <laughs> down in the in. A, chained up down in the dungeon is he like supposed to be like a like one of her sons yeah he's 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 like the the, the youngest one yeah yeah he he loves his mom he uh, he, i think he's he call her mom still but he he looks so deformed i think they they were just trying to they just lock him down so wrong Wow. And then he ends up being friends with the Goonies, right? He's scary right, at yeah. first, but he ends up being friends with the Goonies. He, yeah, he was he was scary, but then I think Chunk 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 share his chocolate. Oh yeah, with him. Wow, I'm starting to really remember this movie. To calm now. him down. I'm and, not. And, 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 and <laughs> this is and all I, brand new to June. <laughs> yeah, Chunk was like pee in his pan when he first saw um, the character. What's his name? I couldn't remember. Uh, Sloth. Sloth. I think it's sloth. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Is this the same thing? Like yeah, with the, this, the animal, the sloth. Yeah. So that guy is played by this football player, this crazy guy that played for the Raiders, named John Matuzak, and um, oh. who also is dead, died of a cocaine. I believe died of a cocaine overdose. Oh, I love a drug. But yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> this this was his big acting role. They put a bunch of makeup and prosthetics on him and uh, and made him in the sloth. Uh, nice. And I think that was the end. that was all the movie. Yeah, they, that's they, it. In the end, they find the treasure, and then they it can was all stay. About, yeah. I think it's after after the family realized those kid is up to something, and they just kind of keep following them, and eventually uh, caught up to them, and those kids finally find something. Like I think Joe watched this movie last week, Jim. <laughs> seven years like ago, it. seven days ago, I think it's, you watched it. The movie was easy to watch. It was like one of those good feel good kind of movies. Nostalgic kind of movie, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I really enjoyed the idea of like, you know, friends riding bikes, you know, doing that kind of stuff like adventures, you know. Yeah. We actually ride bikes across town back in Connecticut and before I moved to Florida and then to go fishing. And then you know, cooked our own fish, and you know, we 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 consider ourselves like Goonies. That's how cool we. I did thought you call I was, yourself the Goonies. I thought I was the Asian boy. Yeah, I said, did did your friends only do that? Hang out with you because they they needed an Asian kid for the for the Goonies? Well, actually, to be all Asian, 
Uh, oh, you're all Asian. <laughs> so we all we all Asian. So you all thought to be that the be uh be the Asian character. No, I mean I think the Goonies has a lot to do with us idea of us hang around riding bikes together. You know. So did you see you, this uh, right away? Who me? Yeah, when did you see this movie? I think in the eighties, late eighties. Yeah, so yeah. you came That's here in eighty-seven. Yeah. It's so one thing. This movie was already out for for a few years by then. How yeah. old were you in eighty-seven, Joe? Eighty-seven is twelve. Okay, so yeah, you you were a good age to watch this movie. Yeah, I think June and I maybe were getting a little too old. I remember liking this movie, but also thinking it was probably more of a kids' movie. And just kind of be yeah. like, eh, okay, well, yeah. uh, it, it's it was fine. I enjoyed it, but not, yeah, not being you know in love with it because it, it, I was a little too old for it. So you yeah. said this movie came out in eighty five, then? Oh, let me look it up now. Normally we don't fact check in this, but yeah, it is killing me to 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 find out mm. what this. I I'm I'm thinking eighty five. You I think eighty three? You know, I yeah. I think you looked it up already, Joe. Is my opinion, <laughs> but no, no, no. I, it's nineteen eighty five, Joe. Oh, it oh, is okay. eighty-five. Oh, wow. Scott, he Scott knew the whole stem damn story already. He oh, knew yeah, the yeah. year, the character, the plot, the oh, storyline. Yeah. So, but but uh, there is something to what Scott just mentioned about the age, because I think that's why this movie probably didn't stick in my head as much sure. as it probably by then I was a a, a dealing well, drugs. Was, yes, thank you. That's those <laughs> were the exact words I was looking for. Um, no, it, it it was just yeah, I was a little probably I was like. Oh, what was it? If it was 80, I saw it on cable around 87, 88, 85. I guess. So, so it was directed by Richard Donner. Yeah. Oh, it was Donner. Yeah, and written by Chris Columbus, who directed oh, uh, Home okay. Alone. Yeah. 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 No, Ooh. it uh it uh and we forgot a very important character who a very important actor who was in it. Corey Feldman was in this movie as well. Corey oh, Feldman was one of the oh, kids. Shit. Don't let me start that. <laughs> <laughs> He, he was in so much in the eighties. He was yeah. he was hey, he man. was a big kid star in the eighties. That was his day. That oh, was his for day, sure. man. Him and, and the other Corey, both Corey. Yeah, they were Come on, man. Corey. They were unstoppable. Yeah. Hey, Listen, look, he's still out there. He's still he's doing his Michael now. Jackson. I've I've seen videos yeah. of him playing like county fairs and stuff, dancing yeah. like Michael Jackson and yeah. singing his bad song. So you hey, go. It's a, it's a I remember that movie, but, Dream uh-huh. a Little Dream. That was the end of his his career, pretty much. Yeah, that was about it. But anyways, uh, Goonies. Uh, yeah, Goonies. I think I mean, we, I mean, we covered everything. Covered right? Yeah, I think yeah. I think we we uh, we we know what we're doing now. Yeah, all that's left is the damn or watch this damn movie. Or something. I even <laughs> June can't right. wait. <laughs> I I think this is going to be a decent movie. I think June's going to like this movie after in the end. You think so? I, I I think I'll appreciate this movie too. I I I hope. I I, I think I'm gonna appreciate it now. I know my wife likes this movie so i will watch it with her she has a goonies t-shirt i'll make her wear it when we watch it Um, yeah because maybe annalisa is probably the same age as me no annalisa is uh a year younger than me she's 40 oh we should be putting her name her age out there sorry sorry annalisa she's younger than me older than you joe okay (laughs) that's not my big gap this guy You kind of like narrowed out like one, two, and three. But no one knows how old you are, Joe. <laughs> Joe, you you're you're a mystery, Joe. We oh, we don't man. we don't know. All right, whatever, timeless, Joe. Okay. But yeah, I, I think it's gonna be a fun movie to watch. I'm excited. I'm I'm gonna fucking buy a DVD player and watch it on DVD. <laughs> Holy shit! 
I might fit myself watching that movie. That's a good idea, Joe. I, I like it. I want to see you trying to figure out how to work a DVD player. That's why I want to see a video. Yes, of. that would be oh, you know what? most entertaining. <laughs> I, I do have DVD player. What do you, you don't have a TV though. What are you going to plug oh, it fuck. into? <laughs> oh, that's... Hooking DVD... up your iPad. <laughs> DVD is actually, it's like you can get it for 20 bucks. TV, you can't. <laughs> may, may I ask why you don't have a TV, Joe? Uh, there's no room for it. I mean, I, we can put it plenty of room for we it. We can put it in a uh, bedroom, but um, it's because I, I find that we don't watch TV as much as we watch our phone or iPad. So okay, so our entertainment values change. A I gotcha. Bit. I just um yeah for for our trip next month to Europe, mm-hmm. I just bought a a, a projector. Ooh. Well, that was suggested by by my sister too that I should get a projector if I don't want a TV. We just got it today. We plugged it in. It's pretty dope. I mean, it, it works. I mean, the we bought a small one. It was no big, nothing fancy. Mm-hmm. It was like with a discount on Amazon it was around sixty bucks, sixty five bucks. You, you might and, share that if that with me, yeah, June. I'll send you the link. It works yeah. great. It, it looks pretty freaking sharp, and that's what, on my crusty ass walls. What about sounds? Um, um, it has enough of a speaker. It's not a big, you're not going to get a big surround sound kind of thing, but you can okay. hook it up to. You can uh, get up a sound bar, I'm sure. You can get like a Bluetooth yeah. sound bar and then uh, hook it up to it. it yeah. The volume is good enough that you could, you know, hear everything clearly and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But if you want, you know, a bigger audio experience, of course, you could hook it up. Um, okay. As a headphone jack, you could hook it up to anything you but want. Speaking of sound bar, my, my, my Apple AirPod sounds so much better than soundbar. When you listen something diff on different, now I I yeah. could appreciate June like you could you could pick out sounds you know quality because when you go something good and you go back to something that not good that's not good you could tell right away it's shit you know. Welcome yeah. back to Tech Talk with Joe AP. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, thank you. Mm. But yeah, anyways, uh, are we still on? <laughs> yeah, yeah so uh i guess it's time for us to watch this movie yes that's all that's left is to watch this movie and i look forward to it i'm intrigued um again i i don't remember jack about this movie so but uh, you know that's part of the course for this podcast i never remember anything scott remembers everything but um yeah man I'm looking forward to uh revisiting goonies um yeah, yeah. so i guess we could wrap this first half up Join us once again for the second half of, of uh, this episode where we uh, talk shit about the Goonies and see how it still holds up. What say you guys? All right, let's do it. Joe, no? Yeah, Joe, just he gave Can't up. Can't wait. Oh, oh that, that Joe Can't passed wait. out or something. He thought you sound like No, I, I, was, <laughs> I was trying to think of um, uh, the name of the movie that... Um, I forget now. Uh, <laughs> this, this great pod. And with that, audience, <laughs> we will officially put the stamp of closure on the first half of this episode. What say you guys? Bye. Bye. See ya. Goodbye. Well, that was a little lackluster, Joe. <laughs> you want to do that bye over? We're still on the air. Uh, goodbye, folks. Okay, I'm not editing that either. That's all. Uh, see you soon, guys. All right, Later. see ya. Sit tight. We'll be right back with how good was it?
Look for new episodes of How Good Was It every Tuesday on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Overcast, and YouTube. Make sure to follow, to like, and subscribe. For more How Good Was It, check out at How Good Was It Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Letterboxd, and TikTok. For Twitter, you can find us at HGWIPod. OMG, we are back. We're back on this episode, and it's the Goodies. It is the Goodies. Hello, Scott. Hey, welcome back, Jim. Hello, Joe AP. What's up, guys? Hey, Scott. Jim. It's great to be back with you guys. As we just said, this is the second half to our Goonies episode. We have watched this movie. I watched it yesterday. I think Scott did as well. I watched it today, actually. I just oh. finished it about an hour ago. How about you, really? I, I Actually, I watched it at work today. Um, and um, Oh, at work today. That's uh, Yeah, so I had, to, I had to pay for Amazon because um, I could. I don't have the account, so... Oh wow! I watched through Amazon. So, we, did you pay attention to it, or were you actually working? Yeah, or? I I had it on my um on the side view, and I was working. It was just you know, and I'm actually watching it again when I got home, and now I'm playing it silent on background, <laughs> just oh, just to refresh my own um, graphic memory. Uh-huh. Ah, so good. this might be the episode that gets your ass fired. <laughs> no. I, it, it's, Don't share this with your boss. Yes. Nobody noticed, but but yeah, now that we talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I played it as a just voice in background, and I I I pretty much can you know like I can glare Glenn Glenn at it while you know the movie's playing, but no, I, I'm I'm I think I'm I'm on I'm on um, par. How you okay, so so audience, if you haven't noticed, Joe took a Xanax before this episode, and I think it's just kicks kicking in right now. Um, no, I'm just playing with you, Joe. I know, I know, you're bursting with enthusiasm for this Goonies episode, which we're just gonna dive into because mm. I gotta say this is a movie that I did watch. Now, the thing about it is one of the reasons why I didn't remember a lot of it. I didn't remember most of this movie, who was in it, what it was about, location, all that shit, was because I realized as I was watching this movie, I actually watched this movie in bits and pieces. Mm. Like I never sat down and watched the whole thing from beginning to middle to end. And this was the first time I did it. And I was like, holy shit, I really enjoyed this movie. Like (laughs) I wish, I, I feel like I missed out on something by not watching this when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is this, you know, so I, I watched this movie today. Then I watched a documentary about it. The documentary was very short, very poorly made. I think it must have been made in the 90s. Everyone looked uh, older, but not that 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 old. And, um, you know, it was made for kids, but Richard Donner wanted it to also be kind of adult. And so there was definitely cursing in it and some there's a lot of murder in this movie. And uh yeah, there's uh, there's some some parts that aren't for kids. So I think I remember in the first half of the episode, I said that I got this movie for my nephew, and um, you know, my brother-in-law thought it was very inappropriate for him, mm. and he did. And yeah, maybe as an eight-year-old, maybe isn't quite. Maybe this movie I think is really set for like 
12 year olds. I think it's a, it's a sweet spot between like, you know, maybe 10 to 13. You know, it's uh it's it's like a perfect age to watch this movie. Yeah, I, I think it was just a different time, though. I, I mean, like, yeah. you know, uh, kids in the 80s were it's a very different animal from a kid now. Yeah. And you got a lot you got away with a lot more stuff back then, I feel. Um, at the same time, you, you know, one of the things going into this movie that I realized was it brought me back kind of that, to that time and place. And as adults, it's easy to forget what it felt like to be a kid. Mm -hmm. And this brought me back to that to some extent. There were scenes in here that I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I was like that. We mm -hmm. We did gig on our friends and give them a hard time and borderline bullied our friends and called them names and smacked them in the head. And, mm -hmm. and this movie brought that, that kind of fun, that senseless fun of being a kid. The, the, the cast of this movie did that successfully, you know? Yeah. They, um, they had really good chemistry. I think that, you know, yeah. they, they, you know, I, I think, you know, maybe Corey Feldman and the kid that played chunk were maybe a little bit, not quite as good as actors as the other kids, but mm -hmm. you could really feel the chemistry between all of them. And you can tell that I think they really genuinely probably were friends and really did get along because it, it kind of, it kind of shows through in the movie. Joe, did you, did you relate to data at all? Yeah. Um, oh. no, you mean Mao? Mao? Is, is, what's his name? The, no, is the, the Asian. I'm sorry, Joe. Did we wake you up? Yeah. The Asian. <laughs> different movie isn't, it, watched. isn't his name Mao? Mal? No, no, data. data? Think, oh my god, I think you watched the wrong movie, Joe. Did you watch Ghoulies? <laughs> was, this, was there creatures coming out of the toilet? <laughs> no, damn, we might have to do Ghoulies. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean this this movie. That's one of the the things I regret now. Uh, watching this movie as a whole was, I think I would have enjoyed this. I think uh, there was something to. There's something to what Scott said in the first half of this episode, which was um, by the time this came on cable, which is when I saw it, I was probably in the latter half of my teenage years. And by then, I probably thought I was too damn cool to watch mm -hmm. a movie with a bunch of kids running around, whatever. And again, it's I, I regret that. I wish I would have watched it as a as a young teenager when it came out. I wish I would have watched this in the theater, actually. I, I definitely I saw this in the theater. I, I think I was the right age for it. It was definitely something I was excited to see. It was it was great to see the Cindy Lauper video in it because now yes. I remember that video. And I really remember I liked I, I was singing that song, you know, all day today because I'm like, oh, I, <laughs> I like that the song. It's a good song. Which it was, it was a key for track. the movie. Yeah, yeah. And Elisa really liked that song. She was singing along with it. And I was like, don't do that. I'm watching the movie. <laughs> What about you, Joe? Any, uh, Joe? Any yeah, fond memories? Yeah, Joe. As far please. as this movie, like, did it did it bring back anything? Did it do anything to you at all? Are you watching it right it, now? Is that why you're not? He's talking? watching it right now. No, <laughs> I, I I think it's the movie. It's you know it it makes you. Uh, I mean, it reminds you back of the the time when you were a kid. Of course, you know, riding bikes, mm -hmm. uh, having a, a a click that you uh, related to associate with. 
yeah. searching for pirates treasure yeah you know all the stuff we did as kids yeah but do you happen to notice the t-shirt that corn Filman had on purple rain yeah Oh yeah, did we, he did. I think we did discuss. What was that came out? The purple rain came. Out. We talked about purple relevant. rain during uh, last dragon episode. No, but also the the the. Oh, it was movie. before this. Yeah, it maybe was... 83, 83, okay. 84. Yeah, a couple of years before this. Right. Yeah. And and then Dan Thanos. Thanos? You mean Josh Brolin? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, now that you mentioned it, Joe, every time he came out, I was like, he's going to grow up to be that's, Thanos. That's he's going to snap us all I mean, out he's of had a, He's had a hell of a career. I mean, no yeah. country for old men. I mean, he's he's still a major actor. He's never yeah. really been out of the limelight. He's always worked. He maybe was a little bit, you know, between his teenage years and his adult years, he probably had lesser roles. But, I mean, he's still a huge actor. And just gets better and better yeah. at it as no, he's he gets older. I and mean, he, yeah, and he's such a, uh, a young-faced teenager, kind of a heartthrob in this movie. And now he always plays like kind of a the old kind of grumpy, rough around mm -hmm. the edges guy. So it's, it's it's interesting to see him at this age. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. I want to know is, you know, Spielberg, this is, um, Spielberg produced this movie and it says story by Spielberg. Um, why did he direct this? You know, I, I was looking at his filmography and mm -hmm. I guess he was doing color purple around the same color purple also came out in 85. So I guess maybe oh. he was doing color purple. Joe, that's not the Prince movie. Color purple is the oh, one with Oprah. Yeah, I think this uh, is, you followed the last episode. Yeah. I think yeah, was yeah. I just was, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it is, uh, but he was doing color purple at the same time, but you know, in watching the documentary, he was part of the second, the second crew. So when they were trying to film stuff that Donner couldn't film, he was actually coming and filming. They said he was on set quite a bit for this movie. You know, he was very involved. He in he actually brought Michael Jackson on set to surprise the kids. Uh, <laughs> he, he got them tickets to go see Mike, the Jackson five on their victory tour. And uh, he got Michael Jackson to come visit them on set on the scene where they're uh, under the house and pulling on all the pipes, the water pipes. Michael Jackson was there. Oh, um, so they basically they were trying to escape Michael Jackson is what you're saying <laughs> in that scene. No. Yep. So, so he was in the set watching the film. He was watching. Yeah, he visited them that day. Yeah. And Corey Haim even said that, oh no, Corey Feldman said that uh the in that scene he's like really surprised for some reason. And he said it was because he saw Michael Jackson was uh the reason why he was surprised, not not because of whatever they were acting. Mm, interesting. I never knew that. I mean, speaking of the set and going back to Spielberg, um it did have a the, the look of the movie, especially yeah. in those scenes through all those caves. And, mm -hmm. you know, it did have a very Spielberg vibe. Yeah, it looks like something from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that was right? It's in Oregon. It's Oregon, right? That was yeah, Oregon. It was filmed in a small town in Oregon. The house that they that they uh, the kids live in, they actually filmed inside that house. You know, like a lot of these movies, they'll oh, film, like you know, they, they do the exterior. And they'll, yeah, they'll do like a Hollywood set somewhere. They actually mm -hmm. filmed inside that house. You know, they, okay. they set it up because they, lo they love the view. They want to be able to see, you know, the ocean from the from the windows mm -hmm. from inside the house. One of the things I, I enjoyed also in this movie was the humor. You know, there was, there were, there were scenes that were actually quite humorous more than I yeah. thought they would be. Um, mm -hmm. that scene where the, the with the housekeeper, Rosalita, <laughs> kind of inappropriate. Uh, let, let me see. I think I think I broke this scene down. Cause, so uh, Corey, Corey, uh, well, I think we should get into the movie because yeah, we this is you know what? On. Yeah, you're right. Let's let's go so, into the plot. Who wants to but, start us off? I'll start us off. Right. So this movie opens up with um, 
uh, a jailbreak. Uh, mm-hmm. The beginning scene in the movie, a guard is coming into going, releasing prisoners to go in the courtyard, it looks like. And then he goes into a jail cell and he sees a prisoner hanging, a hung prisoner in the in the jail cell. So it looks yes. like there's a suicide in the first 30 seconds of the film. So, yeah, great, great for a kid's movie. Suicide mm-hmm. right, right off the bat. Right on that scene, it took me to what you said about your your your, your nephew. And you this my step, my, and I was my like, brother-in-law oh. turned off the film right when he saw that. He's like, "No, we're not watching this." <laughs> so yeah, so the, there's a somebody hanging there, but he's faking that yeah. that he's that he's hung himself and knocks out the prison guard and his mother and brother are waiting for him outside for for the jailbreak. I think now it's that, got a, the easiest jailbreak in the movie. I mean, yeah, how does he get oh out the God, front door yeah. still? I mean, yeah, he knocked out that guard. What kind of jail is this? Uh, listen, there must be a very low crime rate in that part <laughs> of the country because, I mean, this the law enforcement in this movie was not enforcing shit. Yeah, they, he, they, he should they, already they be retired. Lacking. Yeah, <laughs> good point, Joe. Um, yeah, that actor uh, that played that character, what is Jake? Is Robert yeah, Davi? something Mavi is his last name. It's, uh, it's a Robert Davi or Davi. Davi yeah. So he uh, in the documentary, uh, he's a bit of a character. I uh, I don't think people got along with him. Joe Joe Pantalone did not like him at all. They so when they got cast, they were actually fighting. They you know during the audition, they didn't get along, and they were they were fighting during the audition. And, you know, so much so that Davi was, you know, talking about, oh, Pantalone, ha- he has a hairpiece. So, you know, he shouldn't get this role. And uh, so they were going back and forth. And Spielberg and Donner liked their back and forth so much. He's like, well, we'll just cast them as brothers. We'll give them both a, go, give them both a part. So now, wasn't that an actual line in the movie during one of the final yeah, scenes the and they were piece, fighting yeah. and he made that comment, made that comment about a hairpiece on, on yeah. So Joey Pants says a lot of their, a lot of their stuff, because the characters weren't written to be, uh, at each other like that. They weren't supposed to be fighting, but you know, since they did it so much and they liked it, they would add stuff that they would fight about and they would just add it to the script. So they they basically were fighting the whole movie. So it was like, okay, let's have them fighting in the movie too. Oh, wow. And it makes sense because, yeah, they pulled it off well. So this Davi guy also, uh, the kid that played Chunk, he mm-hmm. uh, the scene where he's crying and confessing, like confessing yeah. all his uh, sins he's ever done. Another great scene. cry... He he pulled the hair on the back of the kid's neck. He like grabbed it and pulled it as far as he could. So he, so he cried. Yeah. So the kid would did it. Yeah, and then he tried to blame it on Joey Pants in the documentary, and the and the kid was like, "No, it was definitely him that did it. It wasn't uh, Pantalone that did it." I don't give us none of your bullshit stories, huh? Hey, kid, I want you to spill your guts. Tell us everything. 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 Okay, I'll talk. In third grade, I cheated on my history exam. In fourth grade, I stole my uncle back to toupee and I glued it on my face when I played Moses in my Hebrew school play. In fifth grade, I knocked my sister Edie down the stairs and I blamed it on the dog. It was oh my it. God. That'd be yeah. the biggest lawsuit these days, man. <laughs> yeah. he, trying he, to pull some stuff like that. Whole documentary, he's wearing sunglasses. He, he just comes off as a as a bit of an a-hole. So I, I, I think uh, he was... he's playing himself in the movie well i mean we've seen him in other roles and he's yeah. playing very i think he's a donner favorite because isn't he in lethal i think he's in lethal weapon also i think he's in oh donner believe, didn't yeah, do die think... hard but i'm pretty sure he's in die hard also i don't know i'd have he's to won the that FBI i wouldn't agents, doubt it though because he was a he yeah. was very good at that villain type yeah role. he was he, an 80s 90s bad guy yeah no it's a jailbreak yeah so um 
this movie jumps out of the jailbreak, you know, they jump in the car, take off. They're driving through town and the cops are shooting at them. They're shooting at the cops and we get to introduce to all the Goonies. Mm -hmm. As you're driving the town, you see uh, uh, Mouth played by Corey Feldman is uh, helping his father do some kind of plumbing in a house. Um, you know, and they, they kind of introduce all the traits. So he's being a loud mouth. He's like watching TV yelling, he ends up getting water squirt in his face. Mm -hmm. And you see, I believe maybe Chunk was next. No, it was Data was next. Data was uh, playing with his gadgets. So yeah. this is all the introduction. This is the introduction. The yeah, Joe, this yeah. is the movie. Um, Goonies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, uh, well, this, this is all pretty much while the credits are rolling. Yeah, this is while yeah, the credits yeah. are rolling. So you see yeah. you Data doing something with the gadgets, and you see the car fly by. Then you see Chunk is like looking out a out of a I think a fast food restaurant, restaurant window. Yeah. yeah, he's eating food, and he's watching the the car the car chase. So you see all the kids, you know, kind of kind of get introduced in this scene as well. It's a very right. clever way of introducing it. It is. Too. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's um, I think Donner is he's very much a classic kind of director. You know, I, I think of all mm -hmm. of his movies of being very structured and very, um, you know, kind of follow a formula. And I think he's following a formula in this and it works. I mean, it's it's just classic filmmaking. This is this is one of those movies. And, and I'm sure I, I'm sure there were movies uh, with a similar tone as far as the way kids are portrayed before yep. this but it really took me back to even like our gang you know yeah. with, with with a buckwheat alfalfa spanky mm -hmm. and all it, it, it had that similar vibe to me it, it brought me back to kind of that senseless camaraderie that kids tend to have yeah where... and it's a little more of an edge to it yeah. too you know not yeah. like i think more almost more like real life you know not like like the um what is the what are the the kids uh like like a sitcom family you know what i mean it's not it's oh, yeah. not like that you know they they talk more like like kids you know so it's it, like Very full formulaic. house they're not like the full house kids or you know mm -hmm. the more like real kids you know they're cursing and they're and they're acting acting up more so you know not, it's it's a good not, it's not, a good way to look at it yeah yeah not to take it to the other movie but just to give you to further that example as far as how kids are portrayed um, one of the movies I saw last year was the that Doctor Strange movie, right? Multi Multiverse yeah. of Madness, and and I love Sam Raimi. Mm -hmm. You know, I I love and, yeah, and I thought it was a good movie. Oh yeah, but I one thing it. where he always fails, he can't direct kids. Yeah, he doesn't write kids well. The the, the yeah the the two boys in that movie that played um, oh yeah 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 their dialogue the kid, was horrible. The way they acted was horrible. Yeah. I was like, no kid acts like that. Yeah, no kid says and that's like that. to me that's a, like a sitcom. -y. That those are yeah kid actors, and I don't I personally don't enjoy kid actors. It always stands out to me like the kids that you know probably grew up on stage. You know they really project and they're you know their hair is cut in a bowl cut you know they they have the mm -hmm. joey lawrence uh haircut from the from you know from 1984 <laughs> you know it's a it's that kind of stuff that you know these, these kids are they're a lot they're a lot to deal with and you know i think cory feldman cory feldman yeah i think cory feldman has that a little bit but um you know he he was a bit of a ham i think in this movie uh, a little more than the other kids so you said this was around 85 right this is 85 correct so by then Feldman had probably done a few movies. I yeah, they, in the documentary they said he had been a little bit of established actor. But it, when I think of him, I think of his big roles as being this movie. I think Stand by Me and yeah, I think Lost sure. Boys. And I'm pretty yeah. sure Stand by Me and Lost Boys are after this. I'm pretty sure both okay. of them are because I think he's more of a. They, I think he was. 
maybe like 12 or 13 when he did this movie. And I think those movies, he's more like 14, 15. Yeah. I, the reason I brought that up was because maybe he was already kind of getting full of himself. Yeah. Because yeah, he maybe. did kind of ham it up. He was great. Don't get me yeah. wrong. He was actually great in this I movie. I think Sean Astin was really good in this movie. I think Sean, Sean Astin was the best I think part he, of the yeah, I think he can really act. And I think he, yeah. he did a really good job with that role. You know, and, and, also, and I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go I'm ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, I was going to say, I also enjoyed... Um, um, I, I'm gonna fuck up his name. The Asian mm. kid, Kehoi. Yeah, I, uh, I Ke- know I'm messing Ke- up his name. I don't want to do damage to it. Kwan, I believe is his name. But you Thank know, you. in Thank in you. the credit, he's credited as something else. He's, I think now in IMDb they have it, but in this documentary they have he had an American first name. I think when he did this movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I think they've changed it. You know, I think he wanted to go by his Chinese name, but he had like it was like Franklin or something. It was it was a really like really white name. Well, but, you know, uh, Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood yeah. Do, but uh, this was know, after um, Temple of Doom came out the year before this. Mm-hmm. So he uh, he had already you know been in a really big movie before this. Okay, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed his performance. He, he was a lot. No, of fun. he's a very no. good actor. Hence, all the you know, kids. The Academy Awards. Now he you know he just won an Academy Award this past year for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well deserved. You know. Yeah, yeah. He was great in movie. They were all great. I mean, um, the 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 young woman. Uh, that was in that you mentioned was in that movie Lucas. Yeah, the, the, the young redhead. She was great too. Oh yeah, I, know, I, I mean there were all uh, um Plimpton Martha. Martha she was Plimpton, really she good was very too. good in it. Yeah, you know I she's kind of always played the same character, but she was she was excellent. In it. Yeah, I thought yeah. Uh, I thought she was actually the better actor of the, of the two main girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I'm sorry. So please continue. Oh, so we're... With the Goonies plot. So yeah, we don't get too far in this movie before Chunk says shit. I believe, pretty sure, in the scene in the when they introduce him, he says shit right away. He he um he's holding like I think a piece of pizza or something in his hand, and he accidentally slams it into the window. I think he has a milkshake in the other hand. He does the same thing, and then he says shit. So yeah, right right off the bat, he's already cussing. Um, yeah, yeah, there was you heard that word a lot throughout this movie, which surprised me. Yeah. So all the kids, uh, they're gonna they get together at um Sean Austin's house. Mikey, Mikey's the character. They get together at his house. You know, he's there with his big brother. Um, so somewhere, one of them, I'm pretty sure it was um Corey Feldman says to the brother, uh, you you know, you ruined our big plans tonight because you didn't get your driver's license. We we could have gone out and had beer. We could have gone out sniffing <laughs> some lace what the hell is he talking about coke i i think i think cory feldman w- was planning on going out to do coke that night listen so yeah kids I, I don't know what that meant <laughs> i was like is that some 80s slang that I'm, i kind of missed out on um, some lace i'm gonna use yeah. it from now on by the way but i i i get it you get <laughs> you're to welcome the, to it you can the have truffle it. shuffle you know chunk shows up at the oh. house does the yeah. truffle sh- shuffle with uh <laughs> you know the, which, which is great uh, they have some huge elaborate way of opening the front gate. You know, it involves a bowling ball, uh, a chicken laying an egg. Uh, I mm-hmm. think, uh, you know, some sprinklers uh, just to open up a gate. So, yeah, that that was uh, that was interesting. It's Chunk. I just saw the most amazing thing in my entire life. First, you got to do the truffle shuffle. Come on. Do it. Come on. Do it. Uh, uh, you never done that before but when you were young scott oh i tried that but there's no 
no way I could have did all that. I used to set up stuff with dominoes. Do you ever do that? Like, you know, make a oh, knockdown yeah. and they hit yeah. something else and then a ball goes over here. And I'm sure I was probably inspired by Goonies when I did it. That was the highlight yeah. of the movie. Part of that, um, the movie was... The... Oh, there's a lot of these traps. The pirate traps at the yeah. end are similar to this as well. Yeah, I'm in foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sure? so, uh, what part of the movie you're at right now, Joe? Where are you, <laughs> you at in the movie, Joe? Are you, do you need a fast forward some or are you no no i'm right on track so okay the, the kids okay discover something in the attic what happened oh no no the maid the oh maid. see you yeah you're, you're a little bit you're a little bit further ahead yeah uh maid. so what what else happens mom mom's mom, coming mom's home sure before mom comes home you know the kids are messing around the house and then they break a statue and they break off a penis off a, of a statue <laughs> glue it on upside down uh yeah it's uh Lot, lot of, I think um, uh, Corey Feldman <laughs> says to him like, "Oh, you, you, we broke off your mom's favorite part." He says about the about the penis being <laughs> broke off the statue. Uh, yeah, a, kid, a kid's movie. something very realistic. A kid would say that. I know? think yeah. this is this is the kind of stuff that kids which they can say and get away with. <laughs> oh, oh, I I, mean, I I think I talked like that with my friends. Yeah, yeah I said sure, a lot worse. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, with, yeah. um, it in the movies, right? You, you could, you. I mean, speaking about what is considered thing that you you can say and your parent allow you to say it like well, uh, my parents like didn't speak english so i said whatever i wanted <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know <laughs> we're speaking of not speaking english so rosalita shows up rosalita is mm -hmm. being hired to help them pack up to move but i think she's kind of a housekeeper as well um and the mom who doesn't speak spanish at you know asked mouth Corey feldman to translate because he said he speaks he speaks perfect spanish and he just tells her the most fucked up stuff i mean you know he tells the <laughs> housekeeper to make sure to organize all the drugs in the drawer you know the mm -hmm. you know make sure you know the, there's going to be marijuana coke uh there's there's a heroin in it make sure you don't mix them together uh you know <laughs> Points to the attic and says that there's uh, sexual torture devices up there. You know, stay mm -hmm. away from the attic. We got to keep those away. Tells her that um, if she doesn't, you know, down and if she doesn't do a good job, that they're going to lock her in the basement and not give her food and water for two weeks. And so he, he's a he's a shit. <laughs> La moto va nene en primer cajón, la coca y la rapidez va nene en segundo, la heroína en el de abajo. Siempre hay que separar las drogas. I have to give Corey Feldman props. His Spanish was on point. Yeah, and <laughs> he, he did not fake it. What he said, no. what, what, it, what you saw in the subtitles was exactly was, what right? he said. So the lady who, um, who Rosalita actually taught him to say all that stuff phonetically so he could do it. She's actually has no accent at all. She is Spanish, uh, but she was born in the U.S., but she she taught him how to say all that phonetically. So oh, okay. Rosalita gets all the credit. Wow. So he doesn't uh, speak so Spanish. What, what, yeah. Yeah. He, okay. No, he didn't speak Spanish for real. So so where are we from here, June? Why don't you pick up from here? Oh shit! You're, you're, we're good. We're, so, you're just we're, setting we're me up house, to fail right, right now. So, <laughs> so we're in the house. So after uh, Corey Feldman does his little Spanish thing, they attempt. Now this is after the statue, right? With the piece. Yeah, this is after the statue. I think that this is when they go up to the attic. Probably after this, Mo mom leaves, and they they want to go up to the attic to see what's up there before they have to leave this house. So, so a running theme in this movie is Chunk fucking up somehow. Exactly. He, he breaks leads. something at all times. Yeah. 
he breaks something, and of course, breaking something reveals something. Yes, and, then and they in this all case, know it, and they use it to their advantage. At one point, they trick him, getting him mad to break open a door to charge at one of them. They just move out of the way. He breaks a door. He, you, you he breaks the. You the jump map. the scene, Scott. Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, no, Joe, no. I was just going to say, are you almost yeah, to that scene, Joe? When you're watching, I, I you guess so. I was just going to say, isn't that how they discover the the map thing or whatever? Exactly, it is? is by yep. him. And, and Sean Aston sets him up, asks him to hold it, and he just mm -hmm. right away drops it, and then they get the map. But why? Why is the map in a frame, and then uh, something else in there is in a frame? You're like, what, what is a what is a father doing with all that stuff? Up he's there? a curator, right? He's so his father's a curator. Oh, is that what the oh, that he's a museum curator? What? Why is it yeah. in museums? So you missed it. Uh, so they they're gonna take it back. This that's so the the the, the word, part of the conversation was just to explore this collection first before they're taking back to somewhere you know, like the new curator took it over or something mm. so they're going to take it back to the museum was apparently his his father has statute or you know holding it for for what reason i don't know but that was part uh, of the, so the kids want to explore it because they they want to see what's all up there right mm. so from there yeah, I'm already. So somebody. Uh, so, <laughs> so, 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 yeah, I they go pick, up I there. pick it up. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, you're uh, watching it right now, right? Is that the same yeah, phenomenon? Just turn the audio on, Joe. Uh, no, <laughs> so from, from there, they discover um, some type of a, a history about treasure uh, that, you know, um, and then they discover uh, a person that was been chasing this treasure for a while. And then, um, and so, uh, uh, <laughs> I forget the name of the, the the treasure hunter that they. Oh, it's uh, One-Eyed Willie. But no, no, One-Eyed Willie is, uh, is the, the pirate. pirate. Oh yeah, but yeah. The, 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 the actual another person, hunter. yeah, the tre treasure hunter was. Um, yeah. Uh, he he he's he actually written a, a great story. I mean, uh, well, there was a newspaper article about him. That's one of the things they find up there, framed also right. a newspaper article about the treasure hunter. So I I, I don't know if this correlation with the art collection that his dad. You know, been collecting or just co coincidentally, this is something that um, just happened to be part of the collection of the you know museum. I don't, I don't think they really care, honestly. They yeah, just, it, it just needs a starting. So point they stumble. Yeah, they stumble into this uh, potentially a treasure hunt map and some clues. Yeah. And so, then, so Joe, the pirate's name is One-Eyed Willie. Yeah, One-Eyed Willie. To me, what is one eye willy to you? One eye willy. Yeah, exactly. That's a, as a kid, that's what you call a penis. So why? Uh, yeah, okay. Sure, <laughs> most, one eye willy. Yeah. Most pirate has one eye, right? Like. Oh they have, no! What? <laughs> is that most, fact? Most well, they, don't they have like eye patch on most of yeah, the pirates? No, that, yeah, it's a factor. They all only have one eye. <laughs> and one no, and, a, and a peg leg. And a peg leg too. Yeah, they all have and, one and eye a and a in a in a peg leg and a parrot on the shoulder. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So go go back, Joe. What else is going on? So back in the attic, they discover a map and discover some uh, newspaper talk about potentially there's treasure in the area, and then uh, the the younger brother, which is uh, what's his name, the Mikey. M Mikey said, "Well, why don't we, um, you know." Try to look for it because yeah, we need money because they're getting evicted, right? Exactly. They're, they're, some reason they're they're being evicted. The father is behind on mortgage payments. Well, I don't know. 
Remember that we were talking about, was it just his family or apparently it's the whole, the whole yeah, town, like the whole community, they're going to make it a golf course. Mm -hmm. So that exactly. whole area is going to become a golf course. Right. And some reason they're all behind on their payments. I, I don't know. Well, Meanwhile, they can afford to hire a Mexican. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. She must work for free. Yeah. yeah. No, but I, I guess the, in, in that area, the, the, I, that's I explained why they're all friends. So they live in the same neighborhood. So I guess the whole neighborhood being, you know, more, um, uh, take down to turn it to a golf course yeah um but but anyway so then they did so is that when they decided they should give it a, give it a shot uh, well you know sean Aston is the one that's pushing it the whole time mikey's the one that that wants it you know the big brother is like not having it he doesn't he doesn't he, the mom told him not to let them go outside his asthma right. is gonna act up you mm -hmm. know he's supposed to be in charge of them by the way did you know it's all the product placement in this movie they would My always have Pepsi. Yeah, Pepsi it was everywhere. Uh, Pepsi, Baby Ruth. It was, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, you're right. You're right, Scott. You sure that Mad was- Mad Magazine. Yeah. My favorite. <laughs> they play was... almost, they play that whole Cindy Lauper video. Uh, they, they, oh yeah, they, they're watching they show, it on they, TV. they play the song. So yeah, on that scene, you know, they, they escape the house. They, they tie the brother up with, uh, with his, uh, whatever the exercise sling. equipment he's using. Yeah. Yeah. The chest exercise. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I love that the mom and the ro and the housekeeper Rosalita walk in and see the kid <laughs> tied up, and they don't even untie him. Yeah, they didn't oh, even bother those to untie kids. Him. Those silly kids just playing their games. <laughs> and I think the mom prank. says, "Like you know, you got to take it easy with the working out." Is basically what she's telling him. She thinks <laughs> that's part of his workout. Mm -hmm. So from so, there, so they decided let's tie up the old brother, older brother, and then um, uh, you know, go look for this treasure. This is when they um they came up with a plan to um while his brother was working out and uh, you know they were trying to tie him up with that that whatever that machine is. Am I right? Yeah, we just said that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so but, what happens after that? Now on this, this where so when the brother manages to get himself free and he yeah. goes outside and he sees a... Uh, he's I got a ride his bike is flat, his tires are flat. And he Did steals he steal some poor kid's bike. Was that uh, uh, the younger sister to the, um, the Asian kid? That sounds racist, too. And I think there was just an Asian kid out there. <laughs> it was, what, she was an Asian kid, was she? Yeah, that was a little yeah. Asian girl. Takes her off a bike and then steals her bike with training wheels and takes off. Possibly. Possibly is Dana's sister. I think, it, I think you were traumatized, Joe, because it reminded you of your childhood of someone taking your bike. So you, you're blocking it all out. No, so, I, I don't think anybody... I don't think that was the reason, no, Scott. <laughs> so, so speaking of, of of childhood trauma on Joe's mm -hmm. part, so he's made uh more than one time he made a reference to some uh Puerto Rican kids. I got jumped by Puerto Rican kid. Yeah, yeah. So it's time well, for me to confess. That was me bike. and Scott. Uh, <laughs> that was it, me and Scott. It could uh, be you, Jim, but cannot be Scott. There's no white guy in my my neighborhood. The only white kid in my neighborhood, he's he's can't be in my neighborhood. <laughs> There's Puerto Rican, Jamaican, and spring of Asians in, in the mix. Mm, yeah. Mm. Me and Scott. Scott yep. can get a tan. Yep. So okay, you want okay. to pick this pick, pick okay. up? Okay. So good. So uh so the you know, he's riding the bike down the road. The kids the kids are going out to the coast. Uh they, you know, they they're following the treasure map. The brother is kind of trying to chase up after them on the little kid's bike. And then the cool kid, uh, the rich kid in his convertible drives up next with to him with the, yeah, with the cheerleader that uh, 
the redhead cheerleader that he likes and then uh her friend Martha Plimpton in the back seat and they he ends up the, the guy is being a perv in, in the car trying to look up her skirt with a rearview mirror um and then you know uh what's his face um the older brother is riding the bike and they hold onto his hand the 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 jock guy holds onto his hand and speeds up so he's going 40 miles an hour on a little kid's bike next to the car and mm. ends up getting shot off the side of a cliff. Yeah. But he's all right. Yeah. You know, just, just <laughs> a light injury. Yeah, you know. It's Josh Brolin. He's fine. He's old exactly. boy. He, he can handle it. He's Thanos. He's Thanos. Exactly. He's Thanos. Yeah. Thanos. All right. So, uh, you know, the kids end up going to some old restaurant. That's a seasonal restaurant. That's closed. Uh, but they see activity, see people going inside of it. And they, they think, by the by the map by pinpointing the map that's where the treasure should be underneath this uh restaurant right. it just so happens that the people that broke out of jail are the people that are in the restaurant right now the mom and her two sons or three sons are in the restaurant mm-hmm. and also some dead bodies what did they kill those exactly people? that was my question they, they shot two people that they said to federal agents i believe they said they're feds and right. they, they you know they, they store them down in the freezer and you know you see them moving the body around of one of them when did this happen? When, when did they I, kill these I, people? I find it hard to believe that this clumsy-ass criminal family could get away with some shit like that. Like, the, like the murderers. You know. Yeah. Um, Anne Ramsey just made a career oh, of playing she's... fucked up moms, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that no, was she, basically she, her she's great in fame. this. Yeah. Yep. She's great in every movie because she just basically yeah. plays herself, a mean version of herself. This place is a summer restaurant. Looks like it hasn't been open for 10 summers. How long are you going to stand at that window? Long enough to see you need about 400 roach motels in this place. So, uh, yeah, they, you know, basically they just, they get to the, um, the restaurant. They start peeking in. They see activity. They decide to go inside. At the same time, Chunk kind of goes off to the side, looks in the garage, sees the car, that you know started the movie out getting shot at and his friends have already gone inside so he runs inside and lo and behold the mom is right behind the door waiting for them whole mm-hmm. scene where for some reason she's entertaining them like it is a restaurant right. telling her son to cook them food getting them water um sean Aston says he has to use the bathroom and then starts exploring you know going down to the basement to try to see if he can find out where you know how how to get to now the map is telling them they have to go to the lowest point of where this building's at to find out find where the treasure's at. So he's trying to get down to the basement to see it is, and he sees the third brother locked up. Sloth is down there chained up. Um, the older brother's singing opera to him, antagonizing him, throwing food at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he was discovered because uh, he he's the mousetrap. Oh well, no, he wasn't discovered. He he, the mousetrap oh. went off, but no, nobody nobody heard it. He he kept himself quiet. He put a hand over his mouth. He, he ends up going back up there, and the brother the brother has shown up by now. Grabs mm-hmm. all of them and like, all right, let's get out of here. You guys shouldn't be here. We're going home. So they go out. They all go outside, and that's when you know Chunk is telling them, "No, these are the robbers. This is uh, you know, this is the guys that everyone's looking for." Um, Sean Aston's telling him that the treasure's got to be underneath there. And then they see the family leave they get mm-hmm. in the car, the, you know, the older brother and the mom and one of the bodies get in the car and take off. So they decide to go back inside the restaurant, right? They, they're going to go inside and, uh, 
and start exploring in, inside of there instead of going in and telling the cops. You know, so they, they go in there, they go down to the basement and they find a passageway in the fireplace that goes, you know, goes down. You know, they, of course, it chunk breaks something. They he drops a water bottle, a big water bottle, and it it spills onto the floor and they can hear the water going down to some kind of sub basement. So they find it and they go down. But uh, hijinks ensue. They um, chunk. Uh, finds a dead body in the freezer because he smells mm-hmm. ice cream. Somehow through a freezer door, <laughs> he gets to smell ice cream. He goes in there to get the ice cream, and then he finds a dead body in there. Um, they, they get the body back in the freezer, but Chunk gets locked in there with the, with the dead body. Mm-hmm. And they all go down. They get separated. They tell Chunk, you know, go get the cops. We're going to keep on going down here looking for the looking for the treasure. So um, when did the girl reunite with, with, the, with the kids? She's with them then. Yeah, she so, shows up when they're outside. So after they the brother comes to the restaurant to to get them to go leave, they go out and they're standing out by by the restaurant, and then the girl, the two girls show up. This and they say how that guy was being a pervert, so they uh, left him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And she's right away. She's all over the big brother. You know, the the redhead yeah. is like super into Josh Brolin, and uh, you know she she's okay with it right now, going inside and kind of exploring because she wants to spend time with Josh Brolin. Well, they did make an attempt to leave, and then they go outside and they run into a corpse or something, and then they just uh, run back inside. Oh no, they they ran into a fish on the end oh, yeah. of a, a rake, and that scares oh, is that what them. It was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right. a fish on the end of a rake, and they they step on the rake. It's the fish jumps up into their face, and then they they run inside. So, yeah, no bad bad call by those girls. They they should have uh, <laughs> they should have stayed outside. Yeah, yeah, they so they all end up getting pushed down into the further down into the cave. To, to try to explore is when they find the water pipes and start pulling on water pipes. Um, at the same time, Chunk is trying to find hitchhike his way to the police station and he happens upon the wrong car. He happens on the car with the two brothers in the it. The Vitelli brothers. Yeah, and the dead body that he just escaped from the freezer is also mm-hmm. back there with him. So he's captured. He goes back. Um, yeah, the rest of the boys is still like looking around down there trying to find the way out trying to find you know they end up in a wishing well at some point um well at first they, they thought that they found the treasure until they discovered a bunch of coins all pennies yeah, yeah. they figure out yeah. a wishing well yeah mm-hmm. yeah this is when yeah. the movie turns into a temple of doom temple of doom <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah they're making the way down there they they happen upon uh uh what do they hit the like the slides first you know, no no it no, was the organ this yeah, is they, when the... they go to Mm-hmm. Is this the turning point, right? When they decided whether they should just be rescued by those kids up on the well? Oh, yeah. And then yeah. Or and they should asked go forward. Him, uh, yeah. He gets a big speech about, you know, his pa- the parents are doing what they need to do up here. You know, down mm-hmm. here, we can do what we need to do. And yeah, he's he's the leader. You know, they, they all play parts, right? You know, uh, Sean Astin for sure is the leader. Uh, Mouth can speak Spanish and he's like the comic relief uh mm-hmm. chunk uh breaks everything you know he 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 destroys stuff and gets things done and, and data I... has all his gadgets his, his ton of different gadgets that he has so they they all have their their own little roles in this movie don't you realize the next time you see sky it'll be over another town the next time you take a test it'll be in some other school Our parents, they want the best of stuff for us. But right now they gotta do what's right for them. 
Because it's their time. Their time. Up there. Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. That's all over the second we ride up Troy's bucket. That little speech he gave swayed me. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he's good. I would say he's a good Don't actor. Sean Astin was a really, really good actor, and also he's had a he's had a great career. You know, he did Rudy after this. He did uh, the Lord mm. of the Rings film. You know, I, yeah, he's uh, he he's he's kept it going for sure. So where are we are in, in the plot? So, so that they're, so, they're, they're going, yeah. going through all their dangerous uh, trappings down there mm -hmm. in this subterranean cave. Um, carry on. <laughs> all right, Joe, why, why don't you pick it up here? So they got themselves deeper into the hole, right? So this is when the turning point after they decided they should go for, forward with, with treasure hunting and um, and the speech that we mentioned. Uh, so I think this is when they got in, into uh, uh, the, the pipe. Was it the pipe or after the pipe? The pipe was probably before this. Yeah, was it was it? right before. But I, what, what really happened to the pipe? You know, they found... I just remember them pulling on pipes, you know, trying to get attention, but I don't, did they find anything there? No, I think it's just a funny scene where the toilet burst. Yeah. Somebody in the toilet bowl. I think it's part of. Oh yeah. Funny I think we did miss the scene where Chunk confesses all of his sins. You know, Chunk gets. Yeah. Uh, well, that's when they, they ask him to tell him what they knows. Right. He tells them everything. Yeah. Everything they... he's ever done wrong in his life. Something about, you know, he's blaming the dog for something. You know, he went to fat camp. Mm -hmm. He uh, he uh, did a, a a fake puke in a movie theater, and then everyone else started throwing up afterwards because he he dumped it in the balcony. And mm -hmm. one of the brothers is like, "Oh, I kind of like this kid, you know. You know, this is uh, they 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 enjoy Chunk, which you know, in real life, Spielberg did that. the The puke thing that's a Spielberg story. He actually did it uh, in real life. He he really? did fake puke in a movie theater, and everyone threw up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spielberg, you were. You're notorious. You're a wild man, scandalous kid. So I but guess yeah. Now there's well, booby traps everywhere now, right? Oh yeah, the, booty they, traps. They, they keep saying booby trap and booty trap. I like that. Yeah. Well, Data <laughs> says booty, and uh, mm. everyone else says booby. Yeah. Mm. And then uh, so uh, now that now that they decided to to pursue with the hunting, they I think there's a scene where they um got into the cave where the bats flew out from the cave. Oh, they were know. so fake too. <laughs> they're like dangling you can rope with dangling the bats in front of everyone's Ooh, faces fake ass yeah bats, man the fakest bats on earth yeah but so. um so that that happened so that so the bat came through and then left and went out the same way where the house location mm -hmm. was that's why chunk was right while chunk was, was down in the yeah so that's confessing the, uh, the, your family sees that oh my this is where how you get right. down there well and, and right before that they were about to, they were going to stick chunk's hand in a blender they turned a blender on oh, yeah. they were going to put this like 10 year old's hand inside a blender and and blend his hand we start with the fleshy little fingers then the plump little hand then the fleshy arm now tell me where your other little friends are the fireplace don't lie to me. Honestly, we went over to Mikey's dad's place and we found a map that said that underneath this place there's buried treasure. Well, don't give us none of your bullshit stories, huh? <laughs> hey, kid, I want you to spill your guts. Tell us everything. So this was, you know, one of those tropes in these kids' movies where the adults are just nincompoops. You know, it's it's like, mm -hmm. like, 
this reminded me of you know Home Alone, which came afterwards. Yeah, and you know where it just it's the the adults just have no brains, and it's yeah. like they could have they had so many opportunities. And not, of course, look, it's Hollywood. There wouldn't be a movie otherwise. Yeah. But they had so many it would, opportunities. It'd be a great movie if they shot a uh, chunk in the head, like they Imagine. shot those FBI agents. <laughs> you know, if they just pulled the gun out and shot chunk in the head. Maybe, maybe it wouldn't be the best uh, kids movie, but you know. <laughs> so, it, am I wrong for laughing at that? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so this is when the, they they actually believe chunk that those kids are up to something that maybe they they're going to uh, yeah find they're the gonna treasure. go down they're gonna fall down right so they're falling down and tie and and tie chunk in with to a uh, chair with with sloth with sloth that's when he met mm. sloth right and yeah. the product placement baby yeah, ruth. the baby baby ruth he bonds with uh with sloth over baby ruth baby sloth wants a baby isn't ruth there so domino bad. pizza as well yeah, I believe yeah, you're right. I think yeah. it was Domino's Pizza. Yeah, Sloth like pulls chains out of the wall so he can so mm-hmm. he can get to his baby Ruth and then makes friends. Him and Chunk feed each other chunks of the baby Ruth. What you do now? Oh, look, I got a baby Ruth, sir. I'm going to throw it to you, okay? Put it in a Oh! Ah! I'm sorry, sir. I tried to give it to you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. You can't do what? You don't. What? Okay. Uh, All right. So, so where, where are we at from there? I think that this is when they got to the Indian Indiana Jones scenes quite a bit, where they have the the they slide down into the waterfall. Oh yeah, and the data almost falls into like a a pit, right? He um, just like a pit with spikes. He falls down, but he uses his like fake teeth yeah, his to, fake teeth to, to save him, to right? save himself, yeah, that was or he would have been actually. impaled. This could have been a different movie. Yeah, they could have shot Chunk. You know, Data could have got impaled <laughs> on those spikes. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm kind of liking uh, this uh, the way the movie should have went. The the real version of the Goonies. I yeah. I want to dip into the multiverse and see this alternate take on the Goonies. And everything, everywhere, like all at once. That. There's other scenes where yeah, where, where Data is impaled on on spikes and and Chunk is dead. <laughs> and uh, don't forget the kissing scene. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the kissing yeah. scene. So yeah, young Sean Astin uh gets uh, kissed by accident. The the redhead cheerleader, you know, tells him to come over here, thinking she's calling the older brother, and and she's in a dark cave with her eyes closed so she can make out with him. And it's actually Sean Astin instead of yeah. instead of uh, her. She never opens her eyes the whole time. Yeah, ne- never realized. I mean, how could he not tell? Kid. That was highly sus on her part. Because yeah, yeah, and she's tell. like, and she's like, oh, I didn't know he had braces. I mean, really. uh, okay, but whatever. So was was yeah. um was that when uh they actually? I'm surprised how these treasure are not easy. Not like it seems like it it wasn't that hard to find. You know, they they really just stumble into it. No, the hard part probably was the bone um organ, where they they have to play the mm-hmm. organ and and like floors falling around them, and if they don't play the right keys, uh, mm-hmm. then the the. Th- thing wouldn't go down right that that's like the tricky part to it yeah which the cheerleader happens to know how to play piano when she's four years old and she can read the music and find the notes 
Right. She did. She did hit hit some wrong notes there, and you know. Yeah. They almost. Yeah. They almost killed her. But yeah. You know. So this is uh, when. So this is when the 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 family the the the, the Patelli families are like up really like close. They're by. getting close. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're, they're getting, getting close. close. Data does his oil slick shoes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's yeah. my favorite. How much oil did he have in those shoes? I mean, and how heavy would those shoes be? And how flammable would those shoes be? What, what is going on, Data? That's not safe. When you mm. share the video of um, all the kids went yes. to Hawaii, yeah. Now, did you find out if Dada went to? Hawaii? I think he was there. I think I could hear him uh, in mm. the background. They just didn't put him on the camera. They, you know, <laughs> I, I don't think he. They, 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 they took him. So what they did with that was the last week of shooting. They, um, they had all the kids kind of act a little bit distant and quiet because the whole movie they were just kind of like the way they are in the in the film. They're loud and yelling and playing. Mm-hmm. And so they wanted to, Spielberg had the idea to kind of play a, a prank on Donner because, you know, I think Donner probably had, he's an old man. He probably had a little bit of hard time with the kids, probably drove him crazy. And mm-hmm. so he told Spielberg right after they finished shooting, he's going to go to Hawaii, take a break and relax. And mm-hmm. so Spielberg sets it up. So the kids will all be there. So when he shows mm-hmm. up to his, uh, his private bungalow in Hawaii, they are all the kids yelling and screaming and acting and acting up. So, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure Donner loved that. You know, he in the, in the video, he's like, oh, wow, it was great to see. Yeah, I'm sure he was like, fuck you, Steven Spielberg. Oh, in the video, he flicked him off, too. He yeah, he Steven did. He Spielberg did. Out. At the end of the video, he did flick him off. But yeah. Uh, so where we are in the movie. Oh, the oil scene. So, so back yeah. in, they just spread the oil on the log. And then those guys were trying to cross the log. That was straight up Homer Alone shit right there. Yeah. And then crushed the nutsack. Yeah, both of them, both the yeah. brothers. Yeah, and and they they fell away. They 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 fell off. I don't know though. It's, for some reason the water picked up and got heavier. Yeah, and sprayed. I don't think they fell off. I think they ended up just crawling off of it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah. And at the same time, this is when the kids are are messing with that organ. You know, trying to get the organ to to drop the gate to get them to the next room. You know, they, the girl has to play the organ to mm-hmm. uh, to open up the gate. That already um, sounds dirty. Well, be, before that, there was Sorry. a data scene where Joe was playing with his organ at the same time. I know. <laughs> yes. I was going to go back to data on his <laughs> oh, yes, uh, please. boxing glove punch scene. <laughs> when, oh, when, yeah. yeah when the, the, when the, the Fatelli brothers. brothers, yeah, caught yeah. up to him and then grabbed him by the shoulder or whatever and he pulled up. And he, yeah, how much shit does Data have underneath there? He, I was gonna, he, he should like have been able to stuff. He shouldn't have been able to walk. He, had, he had <laughs> mad shit on him. You saw his backpack, right? He got a he got a backpack. He had dynamite in his backpack. How safe is that? Why does he have dynamite in his backpack? He found it in the house. Then the oh, thought was a candle. Remember oh. they, they found it in, in that. That would be another another alternate reality. Uh, data blows everyone up trying to light a candle. <laughs> and again, um, that's if you go back to the movie, there's a lot of scene with the miniskirt upskirt. Oh my! And back to that again. Huh? Uh, did you did you notice that uh, when Chump calls the sheriff, uh, he he calls the sheriff to try to tell him what's <laughs> happening, and then he the sheriff's like, "Yeah, like the time you did this, and time that, the time when all those He's creatures a he referenced gremlins. Water on them. He referenced gremlins. Yeah, he's yeah. like uh, the time those all those creatures got water spilled on them, they started multiplying. So yeah, the little shout out to uh, to gremlins in it too. Oh. That was the original universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Richard Donner directed that too, right? I think so. I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. So, is okay. that called? Mm-hmm. Was that considered Easter egg? No. Yeah. 
No, it, it, yeah, it yeah, was. It yeah, no, they definitely were re referencing Gremlins, which had already come out at that point. Okay. Yeah. It was a blink if, and you could miss it. Or, well, not blink because it's something he said, not did, but you know yeah. what I mean. So, um, <laughs> no, the kids back, find the pirate ship now, right? That's, back uh, back it, to, yeah, they, they, she figured the, the code, the gate open, and then they escape in the nick of time and then fell into the slider. Yes. Yeah. It, how come it, they, it seems they're all going down one slide, but they came out different holes out of the, the, the skeleton's mouth at the at the end, the, the skull. Sounds dirty, Scott. Yeah, but no, did you notice that? Some came out the mouth, some came out the eyes. What, what was going uh, on? Why, how would it divert? Why would it all just be like the same hole? Well, because that scene was kind of extended too, going down that water slide thing. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how far was that? And, but you, and what you, water park did they do that in? That must have been like in <laughs> like a river country or something in Orlando. There was a lot of skull um, feature in the movie though, where when they yeah run into it so i think that's was meant to you know be more more um i don't know yeah so they, they okay so, so they get down there <laughs> good explanation and they they find that the pirate, or pirate ship. sea yeah so they get into the pirate <laughs> ship and um you know once again didn't who who set off something to make everything start to oh no no they find yeah, they that's find the one-eyed willy and then uh, Sean Astin lets him keep whatever like diamond he has on him, and it's like you know we're leaving that for. He has like a heartfelt scene with the with the skeleton when I calling One Eyed Willie the original Goonies. I, I can't keep saying One Eyed Willie. Goonie never died. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he he uh, has like a heartfelt scene with him. Lets him keep his diamond. They go down there, and lo and behold, the the bad guys, which I I didn't they expect those guys to follow them there you know why are they so nonchalant of course they were coming they're right behind them they they were going to be down there in a minute too yeah well how did sloth arrive on the pirate ship with well, the chunk. sailboat yeah, and chunk. chunk and him followed him and then they end up swinging down there from from somewhere yeah and, uh, they, they like swing a... down on the ship to save the day um yeah, they, they were the fatalities are going to straight up. Well, they said they were going to murder the kids. They just dropped them off like uh, you know, a fifteen foot in, into the water. Like, they walked the how's that going to murder? Yeah, I mean, how's that going to murder the kids? But okay, wh whatever, fatalities. <laughs> So that scene when uh, Chunk and Sloth come in and mm -hmm. save them or whatever. And there's that scene where uh, Sloth rip opens his shirt and reveals a Superman symbol. And they yes. Play a little symbol. Yeah. And the, so, Richard Donner did direct Superman too, the original. Yes. Yes. Mm. And so, so I, you know, just a few weeks ago before, before we even uh, talked about doing a, a, an episode devoted to Goonies, um, you know, this movie still has a big cult following. And they're mm -hmm. still merchandising or whatever. So they're, they're, they're like action figures, right, for the characters. Oh, and one sure. of them is a figure of Sloth with the Superman. And I'm like, 
why would they do that? I never saw that scene. I never saw that particular scene where he rips open his shirt. No, I, I, uh, I, I know I saw that scene. I definitely didn't remember the Superman part of it. Yeah, yeah. So there was, like I said, yeah, the action figure, and so now I, it, you know, it clicked when I saw the scene. I was like, oh, okay, so that's why they have an action figure with this, with mm-hmm. the S on his chest. But uh, yeah, carry on. Yeah. So the, you know, the movie's <laughs> kind of winding down now. You know, they they found the treasure, but then they lose all the treasure because the Fratellis show up. The Fratellis steal the diamond from One-Eyed Willie. So then everything starts collapsing there. You know, the rocks start coming out of the ceiling. They need to get out of there. Uh, Sloth helps them out. They, they, they find the passage, but a rock falls down. And then he lifts up the boulder and lets all of them out and then stays behind. Uh, you know, Chunk is all upset, wants him to go, tells him he loves him. And, you know, that's too mm-hmm. bad. So that that was it. Of course, the mother, I think right before that, says to Sloth that, uh, you know, she she loves him. She used to sing to him. She only dropped him a couple times. So yeah. that, that, they're saying that's why Sloth looks like that, because the mom dropped him a couple <laughs> times. Nice. Um, again, something else you probably couldn't get away in yeah. movies today. But yeah. But yeah. So yeah, the kids all get out. Um, the parents are all waiting for them out on the beach. You know, they they show up out of the beach, and you know the nice reunited of the family. The guys from the bank show up to get the parents to sign away their their houses right away. And uh, Rosalita, the housekeeper, finds some jewels inside uh inside the marble bag of Mikey, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, that saves the day. That's it. The Fratellis show up. The cops arrest them. Don't arrest Sloth. You know, the kids all jump in front of Sloth, said he did nothing wrong. For some reason, Chunk thinks Sloth can just move in with them. He doesn't need to go yes, any kind of special home. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't, yeah, he just invited him. I don't know her. how the parents felt yeah, about parents having like, this hey, mutant what? living with them. No, he was but... the one. I don't think we saw his parents, right? We see Data's parents. We see... Um, we see. The, I think his parents were there. They were there too. Okay. I think so. Yeah. I think his parent so. came with a pizza, Domino pizza. Yeah, they came oh, with. The, the right oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Sloth probably just murdered them right after that, <laughs> so that he can go live with them. So that's that's probably what happened to them. I did enjoy in that final scene seeing uh um the Dada's family. Uh, you know, I forgot that about that scene as well, and and seeing first of all that they spoke in their native language. Yeah, right? and 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 that was cool. I think just to begin with, but I think, you know, it was kind of cute that it's, you know, definitely took after his father with all the gadgetry and all that shit. And yeah. that was very clever. Yeah. The teens are making out Josh Brolin and the redhead are making out in front of everybody out there on the beach. Yeah. It's uh you know, heartwarming, heartwarming scene. Joe, Joe was, I'm sure <laughs> super, super into that scene right then. Oh yeah. For some reason, data was like talking about how they, they fought an octopus. Like they're, they're like, Oh yeah. He's like, we fought an octopus and we did this and did that. So that was a scene that they actually shot them fighting an octopus, but they end up cutting it from the movie. But they didn't cut the scene where Data says they fight an octopus. So oh, they should have left that in. That yeah. probably would have been a very interesting scene. But then again, I mean, yeah, Dono said it looked really effects. fake. Yeah, yeah he said, the practical say, effects. He said it looked really, really bad. That's why he cut it. There was another okay. scene that Spielberg uh, actually shot for Donner of mm-hmm. two gorillas escaping from a zoo and then driving a car. Uh-huh. Yeah, Spielberg really wanted to do this scene. He really wanted the Grella scene, and yeah, and Donner also cut that from the film too. He he didn't didn't care for it. Didn't didn't quite like it. But yeah, Spielberg really wanted the the Grella scene. You can't go wrong with gorillas. Can't, this was a proven formula in comics that, that a while was, back, back in the sixties and seventies. Anything with gorillas on the cover sold. 
So it I was weird was though when they, they had the Gorillas in Schindler's List. Though I, I really don't think Spielberg oh. should have put him in Schindler's List. I, I, I know. <laughs> was there? Know, I, I know he likes Gorillas and all, but it, it was, it wasn't, it was in poor taste when he had the Gorillas in there. So yeah, gorilla it doesn't style. always work. Yeah, Gorilla style. I don't remember that scene, Scott. <laughs> all right, so so, so we're so at I think the we end did of the whole movie. I think we got yes. it. Yeah, yeah. And I think we were pretty close. I think that's kind of the way we thought the movie was going to go. I mean, it seems that maybe not you, June. You didn't quite remember the movie, but I think Joe and I were pretty much uh, remembered most of this movie. I think you had the pretty good details down, though, Scott. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think you remember a lot of good details. I think it was a movie I saw a lot as a kid. You know, I think I probably watched it. Yeah, I, I know I saw it in the theater. I may have saw it more than once in the theater. And I, I'm sure when it came on cable, I watched it quite a bit uh, mm-hmm. before I, I grew older. And I honestly, I think I started kind of getting bored and tuned out probably about 75% of the way through this movie. I think, you know, once it got down there, I was I started kind of losing a little bit of interest in the movie. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I caught myself, I you know, looking it. at my iPad or my phone in certain instances. Yeah. Yeah. But it was it was more because of uh, the familiarity. Yeah, you know, it, it seems that I know I had watched more than once before, mm-hmm. but um, there were plenty of scenes that were still relatively new to me. Yeah, and and so that made it that much more enjoyable. What what are the, the what are the interesting things about doing this this podcast? Um, one of the more enjoyable things. There's there's a, a great example of a movie with a big cast, even though back then it wasn't a big cast, right? These were actors in their in their formative years, very young mm-hmm. years. But it's so interesting to see where these characters end up. You know, I mean, not characters, I should say actors, where they oh, yeah. end up. Josh Brolin, um, you know, Sean Astin. You know, it's it's like you, you forget where they started, a lot of these actors, you know. Um, and it's fun. It's fun to revisit. The casting know. was great in this film. I mean, they yeah. really did a really good job with casting. A lot of these people had long careers, you know. Yeah. Like really Still Owen the Redhead. Even I mean, if you look at her IMDB, she had a pretty long career, you know, maybe not as a movie star, but she did a lot of stuff in television. You know, they they all had really good careers, you know. Maybe Corey Feldman probably messed his up, but you know. Well, well. At this point, let's give her a name. Her name is Carrie Green. Green. <laughs> I feel bad. We've referenced how cute she used to be and what a yes. good actress she was. So, so um, should we go into it then? I mean, how good was this movie? Okay. Well, I, I I think this this movie had a special memory, you know, in in time mm-hmm. for 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 me. I'm sure for a lot of kids in the '80s or mid '80s, because of the way how kids. Uh, able to be kids and and you know have the opportunity to explore and do things, yeah. um, something that most kids these days doesn't do anymore. Or, you know, or they don't they don't socialize in in physically, you know, to with each other. They're more, you know, this is this is like the golden year for me. You know, like we were to go outdoor riding bikes. Um, yeah. Goonies is part of the inspiration. You know, I think that's. That's what this movie was all about. Yeah. How does it hold up for you, though? How How's the movie just watching it? I was excited. out of it. How, how was do it, you enjoy it as a movie? I was excited at when the movie started. You know, I think the scene, the movie, the the beginning of the scene, it, it spring back a lot of, like, feel-good memories. It, um, I mean, I think it's it still hold up to me. For me, it's still, it's still a good movie to watch. 
and you know kind of relive the 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 memories of you know how you were once could compare yourself to the goonies you know yeah, yeah. so i i can relate okay so you think it still holds up for you i say it still hold up oh is that is that what we say when we review the movies Jeff? uh it's good <laughs> oh very good Jerry. thank you John. <laughs> um oh shit is it my turn oh sure okay um yeah for me it's a definite yes it still holds up um in in many ways this felt like a a movie that was new to me still um i've watched half the movie like i said in chunks in in my youth um this movie was big on cable it was it was played endlessly on cable for a few years mm -hmm. uh they kept re-releasing it on cable it was that successful it was the type of movie that i would have in on in the background while i was drawing you know comics mm -hmm. and shit like that so it it's why i kind of was hazy as far as to a lot of the details of the movie because like i said i realized that i never really watched the entire movie from beginning to end and now that i've had a chance to i'm I'm really glad i did like scott said it did have its moments where it kind of dragged on a little bit um some scenes could have been a little bit you know more yeah this should have been economical. an hour and a half movie i think this movie was maybe an hour and 50 minutes i think it was what the running time was i think an yeah. hour and a half trim off 20 minutes and i think it's a perfect movie exactly exactly I, yeah but but you know i, I was with, with movies that's that's not an unfamiliar thing with movies from that era i i you know we're living in a different time where oh I'll probably nowadays a little... are two to three hours long yeah yeah um but at the same time you know patience is not a big thing nowadays mm -hmm. um back then movies had uh, a little bit more room to to build build up scenes build up characters that mm -hmm. being said yeah they could have shaved off a good 10 15 minutes but it didn't hurt the movie in any way i think um yeah i, think I enjoyed as, as, sorry, a, kid, go ahead, as a kid i'm sorry I, I think as a kid this movie was just not long enough you know you no, just... uh, you're exactly right joe i'm sure as a kid i never wanted to leave this world as a kid i just i couldn't get enough of it so yeah yeah you're right as an adult maybe I, i'm not as patient but as a kid mm -hmm. yeah I, it, this is a fun movie it's like going to disney yeah. world you know see all these adventures mm -hmm. exactly again yeah. i have regrets as to not watching it when it came out in the theater yeah. i think i, I would have enjoyed this at that age immensely mm -hmm. you know um and probably would have had repeated watchings after that once it did hit cable tv but it was a great reminder of the world of youth the world of being a child and how you saw things at that age and you mm -hmm. had so the the viewpoints were so different you know um life did seem adventurous you didn't know what was going to happen from one day to the next and it was all about discovery and when you had a a good group of friends to share that that discovery with mm -hmm. it, it was golden you cherish that you know your friends were everything at that age when you're a child oh, yeah. they're everything outside of your family they're your first outside influence and this took me back to that it's a it, childhood memories that i treasure and discovering things and and it doesn't matter where you grew up that's that's what I like. That's one of the things I loved about this movie too. Is that it didn't matter. You know, I grew up in New York City. Uh, Scott grew up in the suburbs. You know, Joe was probably this was shortly after him coming to this country from Thailand. Mm -hmm. But we all found things that we could 
relate to in this movie as per our childhood mm-hmm. and that's that's a very special thing so yeah for me it's it's a big golden it was good I, yeah. I really appreciate this movie I've learned to appreciate it now more than ever um my wife was is a, is a big fan of this movie yeah and and it's come up a lot and had it been a long time since she's seen it what, what was her impression when, you, when she watched it with you well i started what you know she knew i had to watch it and of course she was going to watch it with me we watched it yet together yesterday and she goes she turns to me like she does because you know if anyone could put me in my place it's my wife uh she looks at me she goes you know we just watched this movie like six months ago right uh and i was like we did she was like, "Yeah, you were sitting right next to me." When we were watching and I was yeah, like, "Look, man. you you should know me by now." I told her, "Even if I'm next to you and my eyes are on the screen, I'm I'm a world away. That's just how my mind works. I'm thinking of the podcast. I'm thinking of a song I'm writing. I'm thinking of a a poster I'm drawing. It's just the way my mind works. I'm all mm-hmm. over the freaking place." Um, so I was like, yeah, you're probably right. There's a lot of times we watch movies together and I'm not really in the room <laughs> mentally. And this was one of those times. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. We probably did watch this, but of course I have no recollection. I'm glad I got to revisit it. How good was it? To me, it was damn good. It, it holds up. It still feels fresh, especially to me. Um, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was a nice trip back to my childhood you know mm-hmm. at least for a moment so yeah yeah you know for me it you know when i picked this movie it was um you know i i i think i remembered the movie you know um but it, to me it was more of a feeling this was definitely nostalgia for me you know mm-hmm. i i knew i loved this movie i i know i bought this movie on on v, uh, vhs cassette probably mm-hmm. in the late 80s or the early 90s i bought it again on dvd I don't think I ever watched it, but I just wanted it. You know, I wanted it near me because I knew I held <laughs> it in some kind of deep, uh, deep uh, love for this movie. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I, I, I have a lot of DVDs that I've never opened up because the same thing. Like, oh, I love this movie. I'm gonna buy it. I don't watch it. I just want it. I want. I want the physical copy that I can watch it if I feel like it. And mm-hmm. you know, for me, it was just like the there was a reason I did that. And there's a reason why I love this movie. And I, I really wanted to revisit it too, to figure it out, you know, and I did enjoy it. I, I had a smile on my face, the whole movie. I made lots of notes. It was definitely, uh, <laughs> there's definitely some questionable things in this movie for sure. And it does have a lot of mixed messages. You know, it's supposed to be a kid's movie, but there's some definitely adult things in here. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I was glad to revisit it. It it definitely is good. That's how good it was. That's how good was it. It was good. Yeah, nice. I agree. Yeah. That was good. It's good good choice, Scott. Great oh, choice. Thank you. Thank Great you. choice. I'm glad you chose it. I was looking forward to it. I think it was one of the movies that we mentioned when we first started discussing this this uh podcast. And one of us popped out with the Goonies, and, and mm-hmm. instantly I was like, "Yeah, I need to see that movie again." And now I realize why. Glad we did. And with that, once again, thank you, and we'll see you soon on How Good Was It. See ya. Peace. See ya. What movie would you like us to review? Drop your suggestions by hitting us up at How Good Was It Pod at gmail.com.